this is Menagerie. And we didn't really plan on doing another show this month, I'll level with you. It's the holiday season, everyone's pretty busy, myself included. It just didn't make sense to push for another show right now. That, though, was all before I found out about a little bit of neglected Icelandic folklore that has quickly become my new favorite piece of Christmas mythology. Jólakatórin, the Yule Cat. Before we introduce the Yule Cat, uh, a couple notes on Icelandic mythology. Note one, it is taken surprisingly seriously. Like to the point where construction workers are occasionally forced to work around or rebury giant rocks to avoid upsetting the elves that call them home. You can look this up. It happens like weirdly regularly. Note two, it's very cool. Featuring not only standards like elves and giants and dragons, but also stuff like a malevolent whale sorcerer. Which is either a whale that is also a sorcerer, or a sorcerer who has become a whale. Either way, pretty good folklore, Iceland. But what brings us here is the Yule Cat. The family pet of the child-eating troll Grilla and her 13 sons, the Yuletide Lads. Now, traditionally, the lads are 13 supernatural creatures. If you're thinking of, say, a gremlin or a hobgoblin, you're on kind of the right track. That visit Icelandic families on the 13 nights preceding Christmas. Unlike their mother, who is known to cook misbehaving children into a stew, the lads are merely mischievous. Each one even has a signature prank, like harassing sheep or slamming doors or stealing a family's sausages. Now, in recent years, the Yuletide lads have gotten caught up in more common Santa myths. They've kind of lost their distinct personalities, and instead of playing pranks, they now visit children's windowsills, leaving gifts for well-behaved kids and rotting potatoes for those whose manners need some work. While the lads may have lost their edge, though, Yulikatorin has not. The Yule Cat remains as vicious as ever. Now, as tends to be the case with creatures of myth, descriptions of the Yule Cat vary. Sometimes it's merely larger than a man, while other depictions have it towering over whole houses. What's generally agreed on is that it is huge, it is black, and it is bloodthirsty. The Yule Cat is said to prowl the Icelandic countryside just before Christmas time, looking for children and adults to eat. But not just any children or adults. After all, what's a Christmas myth without a moral to it, right? The Yule Cat's surprisingly strict dietary guidelines mean that it only preys on people who haven't gotten a gift of new clothing prior to Christmas Eve night. So you see, Grandma wasn't being chintzy by gifting you socks and underwear all those Christmases. Year in and year out, and to little fanfare or appreciation, she was saving you from being messily devoured by a supernatural panther. You're welcome. It's believed that the Yule Cat myth goes back some centuries, and was probably first intended as a sort of a threat to keep Iceland's knitters working well into the holiday season. The idea being that if your job is to make ugly Christmas sweaters, and people's lives depend on getting ugly Christmas sweaters, you're less likely to knock off work early on the 22nd. Others have suggested that the myth helped foster goodwill from wealthy citizens toward the less well-off. 
After all, it's not very neighborly to let the Magnusons down the street get chased down by a nightmare cat. Far better to spread the wealth and send a couple jackets their way to keep your conscience clean. Think of it as a kind of winter coat drive with particularly gruesome consequences. While its origins may be lost to time, the Yule Cat's first official literary appearance is actually pretty recent, dating back to just 1932. That's when Icelandic poet Johannes Orr Kotlum published a book of verse called Christmas is Coming, a collection of poems and carols credited with reintroducing traditional Icelandic folktales to the young nation. Many of these carols are still popular today, especially with Icelandic musicians, because hey, who can pass up the opportunity to record a Christmas album, right? Which leads us to the question I know you're all asking. If there's an Icelandic Christmas carol about a giant terror cat that hunts poor people, why hasn't Bjork covered it? You guys, it's an Icelandic Christmas carol about a giant terror cat that eats poor people. Of course Bjork has covered it. Play us out, you magnificent Nordic banshee. Menagerie is written and produced by Ian Chant. That's me. If you like today's show, do us a favor. Tell a friend about it. You can also subscribe on Stitcher and iTunes, and if you do listen on iTunes, be a pal. Rate and review the show. It only takes a second, and it really helps other people to find us. Before we go, we wanted to ask you one more thing this episode. Go buy a sweater for someone. Donate a jacket, drop off some socks at a shelter. Whatever you want to do. Just know that there are a ton of ways that you can keep somebody else from being eaten alive by a monster cat today. It's actually one of the first things humans learn to do, and we're really good at it when we want to be. That might not seem like much sometimes, but sometimes it can mean the world. Happy holidays, everyone. We'll see you next year. Oh!